grace to be counted as ones that are justified. Father, we thank you. We worship you. This evening, we are here to dine with you, to feast at your table. Father, we ask that you give us the appropriate diet to take care of our challenges, our spiritual needs, issues of life, threats, things that want to rub off our glory and victory. Father, we ask that through your word, Father, we ask that those challenges will be addressed. Speak to us tonight. Like the Samuel of the Lord, we say, Speak for we are servants here. Help us to be doers of the word and not hearers only. For in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I was a day, I was it was funny. This evening the topic is wealth, wealth transfer. Wealth transfer. Can we read first of all let's read second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9 just to give us a background of what we look into in a few minutes from now. 2 Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9 Multimedia you help us. We can read it together. For you know That one you will reconnect it. It's like uh, okay. Let's let this do it together from our. You have opened it in your Bible. For me, I have not. So let's quickly do the second Corinthians so that we can read it together while they sort out. Um, second Corinthians chapter eight, verse nine. Let's go through it together. Are you there? Yes. Fine. Let's go. That though he was rich, yet for your sex he became poor. That through his poverty might become rich. So as believers, as followers of Christ, we have a covenant to be rich. It's part of the obligation of our master to make us to live in abundance. And that gives us the background to understand why we are talking of wealth transfer. Because it's an error that somebody that is supposed to live in abundance is wallowing in wretchedness. It's not the will of God. It's not God's purpose. And living in abundance or being rich or wealthy doesn't necessarily mean that you 
slack from the faith or you backslide. The gospel is a very serious business. Now it needs money. It needs to be funded to take uh, missionary works to all parts of the earth. That's the command of Christ. So it means that we have enough resources to do it. And when Christ was challenging people that challenged the woman that poured the costly oil on his legs, Christ said that the poor will always be among you. So which means that as Christians, as believers, we must always have poor people around us and we must impact on them, we must touch their lives. When, when just if we want to see how bad things are, very early in the morning, around 7, 7 38, uh, and drive through as if you are going to Goshen Estate, the new artisan. You see young boys there that are looking for a job. They don't have any skill, they just want to rely on their manpower. If those boys decide to overrun any girl of us are in trouble. Just that point alone, go to Abaka, go to many places, go to um, Charlie out of your one. There are many places they see. But that one is frightening. Which means that if we as believers are where they are rich, cook four bags of rice there, buy, uh, buy water, buy this, go there, share those. Because most of them don't get job and minister. Because if you do it consistently, you win many people to Christ. There are a lot of noise in town and a lot of people shouting Christ. So the only way we we'll make a difference in this end time where poverty is ravaging the earth is to make sure to ask God to transfer wealth and test us with the little ones, know whether we will use it well. Praise the Lord. So it is our covenant right to be wealthy because Christ was made poor so that we will be through his poverty we might be rich. Now let's go to our mess first for today. I think by that we understand where we are going to. Second Kings chapter 7 verse 3 to 11. It's about um, 8 verses. We read all of them. That's where we are going to. We are going to take 5 points from there. In a Jiffy will be gone. Second Kings chapter 7 verse 3 to 11. We can read it together from the multimedia. And there were four leprous men at the entry, entry in of the gate. And they said one to another, Why sit we here until we die? If we say we will enter into the city, then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit still here, we die also. Now therefore, come and let us fall unto the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. And they rose up in the twilight to go unto the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the utmost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel hath hired against all the kings of the 
Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Wherefore they arose and fled in the twilight and left their tents and their horses and their asses, even the camp as it was, and fled for their life. And when these lepers came to the utmost part of the camp, they went into one tent and did eat and drink and carried thence silver and gold and raiment and went and hid it and came again and entered into another tent and carried them also, and went and hid it. Then they say one to another, We do not, we do know well. This day is a day of good tidings, and we hold our peace. If we tarry till morning light, some mischief will come upon us. Now therefore, come, that we may go and tell the king's household. So they came and called unto the porter of the city, and they told them, saying, we came to the camp of the Syrians, and behold, there was no man there, neither voice of man, but the horses tied and asses tied, and he kept as, as they were. The last verse, and he called the porters, and they told it to the king's house within. Praise the Lord. We are going to take five key issues here from where we read. You can title this lessons from four lepers at the, the gate of Samaria or wet transfer. First of all, one thing we we can deduce from this is number one, the power of intuition. The power of intuition. As believers who are um, spirit filled. We have a greater advantage because everybody that is born by God, there's an instinct, there's a message God draws on that person that helps the person to either run away from danger or do the right thing or go the right way. It's because we are the image of God. But for us who are believers, who are spirit filled or supposed to be spirit filled, we have an advantage because the Spirit of God can drop silent words in our hearts. And those words are treasures. They are things that can make you worthy. They are things that can save your life. They are things that can save you from danger. They are things that can transform you overnight without necessarily going through the rigors or, 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 or crucibles of life's challenges to actualize your purpose in life or destiny or your pursuit. This power of intuition, that is why the Bible said, keep your heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. The difference between the ten spies and the other two spies that went on this village in Kenan land was their mindset. The other ten had a negative report. They saw themselves as grasshoppers, as that they couldn't, they couldn't face the anarchists. But only Joshua and Moses and uh, Caleb had a different mindset. Said, "No, give us the land. We can be, we can, we can overpower them." Others were saying that the land over, overpowered its inhabitants, and that was why they were preserved. Many people died in the wilderness, and they were the only two people that left Egypt that reached the Promised Land because of their mindset. Joyce Meyer wrote a book called The Battlefield of the Mind. 
the power of intuition. These four lepers, God used them to fulfill a prophecy by Prophet Elijah. What did they do? They were in a dilemma. What would they do? How would they change the situation? There was famine in the city. They were facing starvation at the gates. There were enemies in the other camp. They had three options. If we went, they said if they went back to the city, famine will wipe them off. If they continue here, no food, starvation will kill them. Let us go to these Syrians. If they kill us, if they leave us alive, we'll be lucky. If, if, if they kill us, we shall be die. In each and every one of us, we face challenges, situations where we are in between the devil and deep blue sea. You need to activate the power. And for us that are Christians, we may not even call it power of intuition. The Spirit of God can drop a message that will change your life. And that is one of, let me tell you, if you want to start building like bank hotel, you want to build your business for you to run bank hotel, you may not. But if you activate the power within your heart, with the spirit of God will drop, you can have a message that will lead you to somewhere and you do something that will be a change, a wealth transfer. We know the story of this bank hotel. Story was told that one of the days when um, Benson in the house was alive, he was supposed to catch a flight, and when he came, the old places, all the seats were already allotted. And he needed to move to the next city for his program. And they came and asked for a volunteer. It was that hotel who was still a young man that volunteered. And said he was a he was, I think he was a Muslim then and still a Muslim. He stood up for for, for the man of God and came down and waited for another flight. And there was a blessing. Say that men will stand up for you, work will pursue you. Is 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 okay because he's a Muslim, you say he's not the spirit of God. But something he said, stand up for this man. We we have to be very, very sensitive as believers. When I see how hollow our believers are, we are not sensitive. It pains me. Because at each opportunity is an opportunity to change things, to minister, to turn things around. These four lepers never do worse. Writers. Nobody knew that God could bring a turnaround through them because they activated the power of intuition. The voice inside them. The Lord used them to change things. May the Lord help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Our brother, Apostle Paul, if you read 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 13, let me tell you another thing that 4, verse 13, 2 Timothy I will just take that, gives you examples, I go to the second point. Because I don't want to, uh, a message doesn't need to be um, eternal for you to be everlasting. Are you there? Second Timothy chapter 4 verse 37. The cloak that I left at Troas with Capos, when thou comest, bring with thee and the books, the but especially the parchment. If you read this thing, you won't get any meaning. If you just read. 
This was Apostle Paul when he was in prison. And he was telling, telling uh, Timothy what he would bring. Number one, cloth, coat, to cover coat. The other one, books. The parchment is like Jota. Apostle Paul, even when he was in prison, he knew three things were important through his power of intuition that not, not many people were lettered there. And he needed to be writing to believers. This is where we were. Some letters he wrote from the prison. And he said, when you are coming, bring me the books, bring me parchments. As I read, I will chop down. The cloak is, I read cold, it's a winter, the cold. So that I will also be alive, so that I will suffer pneumonia. So that as I'm alive, I read books, I refire my mind, and I write. So that the gospel, even though I was in church, even though I was encumbered by prison walls, even though I was out of circulation, my writings will still be in circulation. One of the things I want to bring out there is that books are very critical in helping you to fire your imaginations. Unfortunately, we don't read and it will change anything. Because, because one thing I know that, that, that makes me to, to, to study harder, if you look at these billionaires that we celebrate, so I read the, the way they advertise books, they are billionaires, they have money. In the first list, they are the highest. When you read books, when you look for new information, it helps the fact because you, you, you can't think beyond what you have in your brain or what you can see or what you've experienced. You can't think beyond that. So I encourage you, one of the things that will help, and even reading the world, not just books. We don't need the word of God again. It's only when you need the word. Certain things, certain things that will happen, it will, it will drop. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. Amen. When I was, when I served in Kogi State, my insights, I told myself that I will try to make a mark in Kogi. So when I came to Kogi State, during the NYSE orientation, I, I went through the, the uh, whatever, the brief history of the state. I found out that Kogi had about not less than eight strategic mirrors, coastal mirrors that are not tapped. We have uh, iron and steel industry there. Yeah. We have iron ore at the Takma, Takma I think it's, as we are seeing, they are going to Kenya. They have conf, it's a confluence town where Ivanaja and Benue joined together, which is a, an opportunity for tourism. From the river Niger and the river that made it went down to, to down to cross ministers and went back to down to Anambra and all this. There's also an opportunity for uh, water transportation. So I said, okay, I was going to do a work on Kogi State, understanding the title of the book as CGS project. The title of the book is understanding the development potentials of Kogi State. I said, okay, I had to, I went around the town, went to some of those areas, brought out those things, went to Kogi State Culture and Tourism and the Archives, brought out some things, went to Jupiter and Steel, went to Takbe, just did some field works, came back, organized it, wrote it. Each one, when I brought out this um, one uh, strategic mineral, I write how, how it can be used to develop the state and develop the country, and how it can apply to other countries. So I did that. 
because I caught that vision and I was restless. Even though I had disappointments in terms of raising money to bring out the work when I wanted and you know, you call member running around at you and nobody was watching. But that force within sustained me. At the end of the book was published and um, I didn't make money out of it. That was not even the vision. But if I had I got money, I would not be happy. As I was leaving, the local government chairman of where I served gave me 20000 Then I went to the governor. Somebody said he was too close to him, the then governor of Kogi State. I'm just telling you a story on what intuition can do. Stayed for two weeks. They showed the man 20 copies of the ah, this why? Where did the copper got get, get money to get this? Ah, very nice. The man placed and eulogized the work. He didn't give me one man. Then I moved to Abuja, met my senator. Please, we have three senators from Kogi State and eight House of Rep members. Please do a forwarding letter of this week. Let them just appreciate it all. Even if they're not the marriage, let them make it a policy relevant document. None of them complied. None of them complied. Few weeks later, I got a call from National Assembly. Before that, after that, I prayed. After the praying, I was in a, a night, I, I saw a highly blessed person in the National Assembly calling me that he'd been looking for me. So, so it materialized. They called me and said, ah, have you this book? Not anybody from Kogi anywhere. This book, you did this. Come and work for me. That was how I got the job at the National Assembly. Just two, three weeks after your service. While some people were still in Kogi trying to know where to travel to, I got that job. That was my first job at the National Assembly. I was given a house to stay and um, some other things that would help me to stabilize. Because I listened. So God was trying to, to use, because I listened to my mind and I withstood the parents. It also helped me to get that. So when people, so I got a job without applying or writing a CV. Because some of us here, there are things your mind can tell you, go and fry your not. Go and do a can. There's one that is uh, running now. This one you get fruits, you you crush them. Five hundred or seven hundred. They say hey, because people want me to build their immune system. It's trending. And the tiger not. All those things. If the spirit needs you, do it. Don't say you read this or that. Brother, are we are we listening? Yes. That can bring the wealth transfer. The money is not in the salary. Is ideas that God dropped in you that can make a turn around. I know one woman in Omaha that was, she was just doing this roadside cutting of yam and um, roasting of yam and planted. She built a house, bought golf, was training her children. Just when they make money, you buy, you buy a two thousand one thousand. By the time you are done, you get another one thousand or one two. And you know many people do have in the office don't like all this by Friday. Just help me to go and buy that thing for put it in uh, in um, uh, <laughs> take away. Oh no, even the what do you use this thing you used to put food and close it. What do you call it? Flask. Food flask. When they are bringing it to a guy in the office, you wouldn't know that it's uh also with uh with roasted yam. 
for that. So what I'm saying is, these are the things that will help us. Let me not dwell. This power of intuition is even enough for a conference paper. But let's move, move forward so that we maximize our time. I have another testimony which I won't tell because of time. But let's, let's move forward. There are many things you can do. God, when the Spirit of God drops it, and when he drop, the Spirit of God drops a message, if you don't do it, it will be difficult to receive another one. Let's be sensitive. Like we are talking, the Spirit of God is talking to somebody. Go back to that thing. Go, my pastor, my pastor is a trained pharmacist, but he runs a restaurant. Chinua Chebe got the admission to study medicine. I don't like this medicine something. He went to English language and literature. His books are in over 50 languages of the world. So, so this God knows it, on, his children will continue to eat from the royalty from that book. In hard currency. May God open our eyes in Jesus' name. Amen. The, the, the another lesson from the lepers. They were audacious. They took the risk. There are, there are three days of money making. I learned this in a conference. Money making is dangerous. Money making is difficult. Money making is dirty. If you see these three days and you are pursuing money, money not not abacan of wealth transfer, you will encounter this risk. These guys knew that they needed to take their destiny in their hands. If they stay there, they will die of starvation. If they went back to the city, famine is there. Let's take this go on. If they kill us, fine, we'll die. After all, we could have died if we are here or we'll go to the city. If they leave us alive, fine and better. They didn't know they were their steps we are part of enforcing and fulfilling the prophecy by the man of God. So of us are too little liver. The Bible says that except the corn of what? We does what? Falls down and dies. What happens? It abides alone. But it falls and dies. What will happen? It will bear much fruit. You need to persevere. You need to persevere. We had a three months fasting and prayer this year, my church. We organized from January to part of March. If you see some of us that we sleep and all this, we just some people we are giving up. But I, me personally, I'm seeing the results. You must subdue this flesh. Sometimes when they do fasting, your body will just be shaking you, shaking you. Ten a.m. Your body will be shaking. You want to eat something. You don't know what you are into. All these occultic people, people that you, some of them you see, you want to be like, the kind of prices they pay, if they tell you to pay, you may not. So look at the kind of gods this people had. Four lepers. Let's take them on. They took them on. Let's run to them and surrender. And if they kill us, fine. We need to be ambitious. That's the kind of thing our sister Esther did. If I perish, I perish. 
I was listening to Soludo's uh, campaign something. He said he wants to die empty. I read it to me. He wants to die empty. There are many things in you. You need to die empty, yo. The way people are dying. Don't carry your own and go. It will be a disappointment to God. You will die in Jesus' name. Amen. But we must deposit impact our environment. We must be audacious. We must take the risk. A story, this young boy, there's a young boy from Mali. He migrated to France. I think I've shared that story here before. His brother had been in France. He migrated. One of the days he was passing through a street. He saw a small boy at the back coming at the first story building. Yeah. That if nothing was done, that boy would fall down for that pleasure. Scatter into pieces. Do you know what this guy did from the first floor as he started climbing, climbing, and climbing, and climbing? People were watching him. He climbed and got to that point, helped that baby. Because I think the people, the people were, the, either they were not there or something happened that that baby almost fell down from that fortune. The guy grabbed the baby. The guy became a national celebrity. For doing that, the president of France, Emmanuel Macron, invited him, handed him over citizenship, gave him a job in firefighting service, in emergency services. He settled for life because he did, he took that risk. This one we are living, we are not alive. We need to do something to be alive. Allow your children to. Showcase what they have. Come there. You will study law. You will study engineering. You study computer. Fine. It's good to uh, direct them in those areas that we think that we have fortune. But there are certain things in them that could prepare them into doing something that is not even newsworthy. But that is where the turnaround comes from. This man, this man, Elon Musk, is the, the richest man on earth today. The man that wants to build an estate in space. How did he start? I was just I bought this book three days ago. I was just reading about it. The man from childhood had compulsion to read anything, fiction, non-fiction works. He freed them and went and finished American Encyclopedia and British Encyclopedia. That anything you asked him, he answered. And that stood him out. Before he now branched into computing and reading. For he had a he has a photo a photographic memory. That is the instinct was there. There are little, little things you have children. I'm talking to, you don't know, your children, they like doing that they may not make sense. I teach students, or them, I don't even pass the exam, but I tell them that this is not the end. There may be other things you are doing. You may not confess in class. In fact, most people who are building us will even drop out. I was just doing it so that who will feel that if I don't confess in class or get A or B or C, that I'm finished. You have to be audacious. You have to take risk. You have to move on. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, brethren. Three. From the four lepers. Can we read First Corinthians chapter one, twenty-seven to twenty-nine? First Corinthians chapter one, twenty-seven to twenty-nine. First Corinthians one. 27 to 29. 
But God had chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. And God had chosen the weak things of the world to confound things which are mighty. And bad things of the world and things which are despised had God chosen, yeah, and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are. God used the poor lepers to change the course of history, to bring a top out, to change the situation of famine. People that didn't have anything to eat yesterday, by next day, they had surplus. If he was the king of Israel, they would say, ah, when God used us, but uh, the king mobilized the soldiers. God used those foolish things. Therefore, brethren, look for those foolish things, crazy things, crazy ideas. They may not make sense. Somebody is running a business of doing this mobile toilet. When he started doing it in Legos, he said, shit business is a serious business. You understood that there was a challenge. The way you have public gardens and, and all these things, you can't have a lot of you. You provide that. There are things, architect today that national president used to tell us forget your certificate, let it not limit you. Definitely all that things. He gave us an example that he's an architect, but he's, by then he said he was partnering with somebody to build a pharmaceutical industry. The lessons from the four lepers. So just we are preparing for war. No, don't worry, we will defeat them. We will bring the change. When we do it, they were learning strategies or art of war. God defied those expertise and those in authority and used base things of the earth. So that nobody will share God is jealous of his glory. And that is why when God uses somebody to help you and you start looking on that person for another one, God will cause the person to even not help you so that you will come back to God as your source. So God uses for foolish things. So by the time the lepers were coming, they heard noise. They said, ah, this will be host of Israel. These are their brothers and just hitters are joining them all. They ran away. The, the consideration there was not the silver or gold or ornaments or their horses or their asses. The consideration was life. Because self-preservation is the first law of nature. You will be alive to say, I have a house, I have a car, I have a $1,000. It's only when you are alive. That's why they say all other fundamental rights are predicated on right to life. So you have to do those things that may not make sense. And one of the things that discourage our brethren is over-consultation in certain things that God has told you to do. There's a book written by Josh Mayer. The title is Approval Addiction. There are people that they want to keep asking and asking and asking even wrong minds until that thing is destroyed. If you want to read that, book, I have the title Approval Addiction. People are addicted to hey, when people say he's good and start doing it. Foolish things. Crazy steps, crazy ideas. This man has a crazy idea of building an extent in space. Many years back, electric cars was having it was an, it looked like an impossibility. 
By the next 2030, you will be everywhere. And you know Nigerians, we like flaunting. We may be the first that will bring it here. Just like Champagne. You know Champagne is produced by France. Nigeria is the highest country that, after France that consume it. In fact, we spend over 10 billion annually in drinking Champagne. Because of, of degeneration in doing the wrong things. It will not be a portion in Jesus' name. Amen. The fourth point. Okay, is it the third one? This is the third one. The fourth one. Number four. What we can learn there is what you can call divine surprise or divine speed or overthinking. Can we read Ezekiel chapter 21, verse 27? This is one of the places in the Bible that has worked for me. Ezekiel 21, verse 27. I think this place is all too. Can you, please, can you open the one of the doors? Okay. Ezekiel 21, verse 27. He said, I will overturn. 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 How many times? And he shall be no more until he come whose right it is, and I will give it him. There was a time I was supposed to have an appointment in government. It was revealed six months ahead. Few weeks to that time, they blackmailed me before the governor, then governor of my state. And good uh, God sent somebody to somebody who was there and got it and said no, this wasn't true and uh, they didn't take him seriously. So what we did was to we sold a dangerous seed in an altar. Within 24 hours, the person that had already placed to replace me was removed. They say, ah, people are protesting, they don't like him. They say he's not reliable. They just come to the He moved him and brought me back. So, so, so these people were rejoicing because they had silver, they had gold, they had everything, they had the military might. Even Akunesobike. These other people were suffering, including Israel, some suffering from famine, from lack, starvation. The, the soldiers hadn't the morale to even engage them. But God sent a dangerous noise that pursued them, that looked like gunshots. And they ran away and left those things. That became this. How, we, how can we experience such? It can happen. Your children can get scholarships. I know people who have not bought any land. Government gave them. Okay, you are my teacher. Oh, I like your first. Come and take this land here. Maybe the land is 3 million. In the next three years, it will be 15 million. He happens in any way. There was one man I gave a lift. The man is late now. That was three years ago. He told me a story that he taught the former governor, Chibaroke. He taught him in the medical school and one day he saw him towards the end of his test. He went to Ghana. I said, I do have any land. The man gave him a land in, um, told me he gave me a land in Gulf Estate. And as at that time, he told me the land there, they sold the one then, about two, three years ago, about a family. The man didn't spend anything. And the thing will be rising. So you are children, even if you are old. Your children will experience wealth transfer in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
Somebody can invite you for fellowship. I, I know of a man who traveled to US last year, last week. The wife is a nurse with his five children. The man has been a pastor. He has, if you see him, you will see poverty. You will see how time and God made a way. The wife got a job in US. They gave him flight tickets. Come with your five children. You are now a citizen. The man left Enugu last Tuesday. That is wealth transfer. What you didn't level for, it will come for you. Come to you. Why we, we appreciate hard work? Why we appreciate that we need to pay our dues? The real wealth transfer is a miracle. And you have to position yourself for the miracle. God can put you in a position. I know people that are in a position. What people are saying, oh God, how we want to give you a house in Asoko. Just, just, we just want to be in good times with you. This is not bribe. I know people say, oh God, Christmas, like, you know some of these governors that have this cattle. So this cattle that move around, I mean, it's VIP, some of them are owned by Igbo VIPs. Yes, Do you know how they get them? They didn't buy into Christmas. People can bring 50 cows. 70. Governor can have 150 cow with Christmas. Contractors and all this. One contractor can bring 20. Another one came. Before you know it, the man will start having a ranch. I'm telling you what I know. This wealth transfer. You can be in a position. Opportunities there. Opportunities without this. I, I say it because I've worked in government. You can be rich in government without soiling your hands. There are a lot of opportunities. A lot of good ways and areas to empower people. That's why because if you receive an appointment to be a minister and you know that public officers in Nigeria are paid very well, you are not the best person. There are people who are not professors who are ministers. There are people, even our president, are still struggling for his whether he has a certificate or not. But he's finishing his second term. <laughs> so so it's not it's not it's not about what you studied or what you done. It's when grace speaks. He qualifies you when you are not qualified. And that's what we are saying that these poor le lepers at the city gate, they were, nobody brought them in. They were passed there for ants. They were waiting for people who passed to give them something. God used them to turn things around. So as you go out every day, be sensitive, be kind. Attitude is everything. I have a book called, the title is Attitude is Everything. With your attitude, you can connect, you can reconnect, you can change the tide of history. I told you a story when we went for a program in Tafa, Lagos. A young couple helped a lady that had fracture to enter inside the, the beach. During the prayer session, the girl received healing, God strengthened her legs. And when she was called up by the man of God, he put her and said, I will not say anything until I call that brother that brought me in. The guy was brought out before thousands of people and everybody prayed for him. Just small kindness. So God can overturn and overturn and overturn. I know people that their community called them and say, Oh God, because you are a military general, because you are this, how many plots of land will you will give you? Just take. It's worth transfer. The Lord 
fellowships. There are many people that have gone to Canada, US to do their master, their PhD, to stay, to go for one course in Oxford or whatever. They didn't pay a dime. It's what I call this is a program that can tell you 10, 15, 20, 30 million. And you know your salary is not even up to 500,000. You can't even say it because you have to pay your bills. <laughs> so, Brendan, I get up on an Yes. Even when Queen of Sheba visited Solomon, Solomon that had everything, when she was rattled because of the protocol and everything, she even gave gifts. The Bible says she even gave gifts to Solomon that had plenty. So we have more and more will come. And lastly, the fifth one is shared prosperity. The lepers understood that when God blesses you, it's not just for you alone. They say that this is the day of good news. Mischief may come if we keep it to ourselves. Let's go and tell the king. Let's go and inform our brothers that are going with, that have nothing, that they should be partakers of this. We are talking of shared prosperity. Bible said Abraham, I will make you a, I will bless you and make you a blessing. The purpose of God is to bless us and to make us a blessing. Just like I just said. I'm hoping that God will empower some of us. One of these days, we cook three, 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 three bags of rice. Buy chicken, buy grapes. Go to that place where this house boys are. Share the matter, take, 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 you may not win 100, you may even win 5 or 10. The Bible says there is joy in heaven when one sinner repents. Because with prosperity, you can do a lot. Your enemies will even, when they see you, they will smile. They don't like you. They say, I can't because you have prospered. So we must be empowered. We must ask God to empower us so that we share prosperity, so that we lift up souls. There are people that cannot eat. They are people that are weak. And the message of the gospel is driven by compassion. It's driven by love. It's driven by sound mind. And how we can show that we are different. How we can show that all these occulting people that are sharing things. That why we are different is that we have God. We have wealth. We are showing love. We are doing Medicare. We are going to the waterless babies. We are going to prison yards to minister. This is why we need wealth to transfer. So that we can do all these things. It's not what you do with your salary, they're always managing. If 1,000 go out for me, you know you have gone into trouble. That is the message. Wealth transfer. Mm. God will empower us. Power bread. The gospel is costly. Mm. I know how much redeemed is going to spend for hosting uh, a devil that is coming here only on Sunday, three hours and leave. I know how much. How much? He's in millions. If you don't have the money, he won't come. Just at him, he won't hire chairs. You won't get security or protocol. We are not talking of feeding, no. You won't make you make sure that there won't be any stampede. Brethren, Kai Mona, Kai Yochinek. The way it begins is to make your, your heart is the chamber of God's movement. At its critical point, at a dark period. When you are in dilemma, ask God, what do I do? And if unbelievers that rely solely on the power of intuition are billionaires in Forbes list. Billionaires and millionaires are in operating high nine 
high seven figures in Nigeria, then we that are believers who have a covenant right or to wealth need to activate the promise of God. The Bible said that I have not called the seed of Jacob to seek me in vain, which means it's contractual. God believes if you serve me, I will bless you. If you serve me, I will make you look good. And even when they have taken what belongs to you, even when there is salvation, even when there is famine, and some people are living in abundance, I can overturn and overturn and overturn, and he comes to you. That is the word of God this evening. Let us not lose hope. The greatest thing the enemy will do is to discourage you, to make you feel downcasted, deep, low spirited. And when you are downcasted and low spirited, you cannot think, you cannot listen, hear the voice of God. You cannot fire up with actions. That is why the devil is interested in demoralizing you. That's why he's telling you, giving you bad dreams, sending you stories of woes, so that you will see the glory of God. But we just celebrated the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible said, if the spirit that raised Jesus from death dwells in you, the same spirit will quicken your mortal bodies. And the Bible said in Romans chapter 1, for there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. For the Lord of spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. And the Bible said again, Whosoever that is born of God does what overcome the world. And this is the victim that overcomes the world, even our faith. We have no covenant with poverty. And this evening, oh Lord, we pray that none of us here, our children, will experience poverty. In the name of Jesus Christ. In our generation, oh Lord, we prophesy this evening. God, money, money, wealth, we not hinder the gospel. In the name of Jesus let us rise and pray. You are going to ask God to give you ideas, to prepare your mind to receive. God is always talking. God is always presenting opportunities for us to do something that in the long run will turn things around. Ask God to help you. Have a listening ear. And even if God had told you anything before and you are delaying you are procrastinating. Ask him for forgiveness. Be ready to take action. If it's difficult, there are mentors and fathers in the faith that can help you to move on. That thing that looks impossible is possible with God. Can we pray and ask him for the grace to listen, to hear from him, to use and listen to the silent voice of the Holy Spirit as he drops ideas, opportunities in our heart that we pursue. Let us pray.